so they realized, well, why not creating a gift that we can that we can give to this mom and they can kind of collect it and the kids are going to love it because it's like a new thing that they can collect every once in a while. So it's just about being, being a little bit creative. In many cases, we're able to recognize if you're scrolling past in, uh, down Instagram, you're able to realize when something, it's not coming from a friend and when something, it's coming from, from an ad. And more than that, all of my customers agree on something. And, and it's not necessarily that they like my products, but they also agree on on those same core values. Why not we create some sort of community, some sort of platforms where they can share their ideas and they can basically get in touch with like-minded people. So on today's episode, we talk about referral marketing, all things referral marketing, and how to turn your customer base into a sales team, essentially. It's a great episode you don't want to miss, so do stay tuned. Retail and e-commerce have witnessed an unprecedented transformation in the last decade. The widespread adoption of mobile technology, social media, as well as the lowered cost of cloud-based technology have not only eroded the barriers to entry in retail, but it's also led to the rapid rise and dominance of digital native product brands that sell directly to their customers. On this podcast, you'll get the scoop on customer acquisition and retention strategies employed by high-growth digital native product brands. Not being afraid to spend because you know that customer is going to pay it back uh, three or fourfold. That's when you start to unlock channels in the way that they were meant to be used. And- Listen to interviews with experts at the forefront of technology and innovation in digital retail. Three years ago, they wouldn't have come to us because, yeah, the macro trend of cloud, Wi-Fi, broadband availability, that was a real, that was a real problem. Hear firsthand stories from founders of innovative direct-to-consumer brands. Although I was thinking about the competition, I was more thinking about, like, how do I just build a freaking successful business? We focus on driving as much traffic as possible, converting that traffic, uh, and then dumping money back into driving more traffic. These insights will help you consistently 2x growth in specific areas of your direct-to-consumer brand. This is the 2x e-commerce podcast, hosted by Kunle Campbell. Hi guys, welcome, welcome to the 2X e-commerce podcast show. I'm your host, Kunle Campbell, and this is a podcast dedicated to rapid growth in online retail. Now, the episode you're about to listen to is a is an interview I had with Raul Galera, who is a chief advocate at Referral Candy. Now, if you don't know what Referral Candy is, it's pretty much a tool that allows e-commerce brands set up and run customer referral programs. And um, I've known them for years, for ages. I'm, I'm talking since 2013 when I started this podcast. I'd, I'd been in contact with the head of marketing at the time. So having this conversation with Raul was actually very, very refreshing. It, it brought in memories. But the structure of this interview essentially is more around how to make referrals work for you when to use affiliate programs and essentially how to garner in word of mouth to really deliver a referral marketing strategy. Now, one thing Raul said, which I really resonate with, was before you even start out a referral program, you have to really optimize your customer experience. Once once that is locked down, you're already garnering and getting automatic word of mouth. Now, 
think about word of mouth marketing as more or less an organic and then think about adding or layering referral you know marketing as paid does that make sense a lot of the time paid strategies yeah. won't work until your your, uh, your 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 organic actually is in place so what raul was trying to say was that you know deliver a fantastic customer experience initially and then layer that in with brilliant with with obviously that will garner word of mouth and then you know referral a referral marketing program will come in and then we talk about how to structure referral pro, you know marketing programs how to um you know optimize referral marketing programs how to also prevent the abuse of referral marketing programs and how to activate influencers with referral marketing programs um then um i, I think i asked him a very important question around you know when do you sort of draw the line the very thin line between affiliate marketing on the one hand which is very business and very incentive you know generated versus referral marketing which tends to be a very fixed um you know um reward you get for referring you know um customers he is a very 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 knowledgeable expert you know in not just referral marketing but in the e-commerce marketing space so we verge into other topics around e-commerce marketing and maximizing um you know um just revenue through retention strategies and customer experience strategies so if you're an e-commerce marketing you know um you should definitely listen to this you know episode he talks about um integrations with you know other you know platforms like Clavio using Clavio to just optimize using a Clavio flow to optimize the potential of a referral program you know to to really optimize the the delivery the you know the take on of a referral program which is super important and we talk percentages on um you know what referral marketing should be generating your business you know in terms of like benchmarks yeah it's it's all things referral marketing i don't think i've i've had anybody on the show talking about referral marketing we've put blog posts on on the site about referral marketing um but we we have not to date you know done anything in depth um on this podcast around referral marketing so this is refreshing and this should get you started with referral marketing um enjoy this episode and i shall catch you on the other side but before i go if you're watching this on youtube remember to like and subscribe to to this channel you know and um if you're listening to this on any podcasting you know platform remember to leave us a positive well a review just let an honest review will do. I don't need a positive. I just need an honest review. But besides that, um, just, yeah, thank you guys for all the feedback, you know, you're, you're sending through. I, I, you know, we genuinely appreciate it. And if you haven't already, join our weekly live streams. They're like Q&As on our Facebook group. Um, I come in, I, you know, I spend about 30 minutes. Um, you throw in your questions and, you know, I answer them essentially. It's it's a Q&A. Um, so, you know, message me on where whatever platform you, you you catch me on, whether it's Instagram, whether it's Twitter, whether it's you know Facebook, mess. However, you want to reach out to me, reach out to me with questions, and you know I would attempt to answer those questions on the Facebook group. So um, enjoy this episode, and I shall catch you on the other side. Bye. What do sophisticated direct to consumer brands like ColourPop? Hawkberry and Custom Ink all have in common? 
Well, they rely on Klaviyo, the growth marketing platform that powers over 25,000 online businesses. Klaviyo is supported by a dedicated team of experts, and it is a platform that processes and consumes more data than any other in the market. Klaviyo helps you own customer experience and grow high-value customer relationships. Right from shoppers' first impressions to each subsequent purchase, Klaviyo will understand every single customer interaction and empowers brands to create more personalized marketing moments. When you have a 360 view on customers, the growth possibilities are endless. Visit klaviyo.com forward slash 2x to get Klaviyo's holiday planning guide. Remember, that is klaviyo.com forward slash 2x. Let's take a quick break to talk about screwing up. Accidents happen. Perhaps you installed an app that messed up your theme or a CSV import completely messed up your product catalog. Common myth, cloud-based e-commerce platforms like Shopify and BigCommerce have automatic backup solutions you can use when something goes wrong with your store. This is simply untrue. They don't. Myth busted. So what do you do? You use Rewind. Rewind will protect Shopify and BigCommerce stores with automatic backups. Rewind should be the first app you install to protect your store against human error, misbehaving apps, or collaborators gone bad. It's like having your very own magic undo button. Rewind is trusted by over 25,000 businesses from side hustles to the biggest retail brands you can think of. Gymshark, Movement Watches, and Pampers all use Rewind for automatic backups. So here's a deal for 2Xs. If you head over to rewind.io, which is R-E-W-I-N-D.io, install Rewind, you'll get to use it for free for seven days. If you reach out to the Rewind team and mention the 2X e-commerce podcast, then extend your seven-day trial for a full month for free. Enjoy peace of mind with Rewind backups. Remember to head over to Rewind.io and don't forget to mention the 2X e-commerce podcast for a full month trial. E-commerce podcast dedicated to rapid growth in direct-to-consumer selling, you know, that this entire space of e-commerce. So if you're working in marketing at an e-commerce business or a founder, I am pretty much going to help you sell more directly to your, you know, customers. Each week, I, you know, interview experts, founders from, you know, direct to consumer e-commerce businesses, or a representative from a best-in-class SaaS, you know, product that serves the e-commerce industry, and we're focused towards, you know, improving metrics such as conversions, average order value, repeat customers, your audience size, and ultimately sales. Um, Their remit is to help you sell more sustainably. Um, Speaking of which, on today's episode, I'm joined by Raul Galera from Referral Candy. Um, Referral Candy is a company I have, you know, um, followed since my journey, from the start of my journey back in 2013 in e-commerce. Um, so for my first episode, um, when I used to blog about um, e-commerce um, back in the days, I still should be blogging, to be honest. Um, I used to write a lot of articles. Um, I used to, you know, interact with the team, you know, back in the days. And they're, they're essentially, you know, um, a, a customer referral platform, essentially, a best-in-class customer referral, you know, platform. And um, he is the chief advocate, you know, of 
of of the brand, um, um, which is like an evangelist of 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 the brand of of, of referral candy, and um, essentially we want to talk about how to drive more acquisition and retention for your e-commerce business with referral programs and word of word word of mouth marketing. So it's an absolute pleasure to have you on, Raul. Welcome to the Two X e-commerce podcast. Thank you so much. It's my pleasure. Fantastic. I probably haven't done you sufficient justice in the introduction. Could you take a minute or two to introduce yourself? Absolutely. Um, so, well, you did have a great introduction. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm the chief advocate at Referral Candy, uh, which uh, uh, basically means that part of my job is it's what you mentioned, being kind of a, an evangelist uh, and, and uh, spread the word about Referral Candy. Uh, but I also... Uh, the rest of my time, I, I work as the partner manager for the company, which means that I uh, I run our our partner program. So that is working with uh, uh, e-commerce technology companies such as um, platforms or, or other SaaS companies in the space, uh, working with agencies, working with the media, working with uh, uh, affiliates. So uh, just basically trying to build relationships that then can uh, bring value to 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 both ends. Super, super interesting. So um, I think I'm going to be selfish here. You know, um, the last time I, I sort of interacted with your company was back in 2013. Um, we're, we're in 2021 um, today, so almost eight years, you know, fast forward. Has anything changed over that span in time um, at Referral Candy? A lot. <laughs> we've we've grown as a company okay. um, by a lot. I, I actually joined the company in 2016, um, and I can mm-hmm. tell you even from back then, to, uh, we've we've had uh, kind of a, a great expansion as a as a company and as a product as well. Um, so you know, if you if you knew the company back in 2013, we had been around for about ten, uh, sorry, three years. Um, that's when we kind of like became part of the the Shopify ecosystem, and we kind of put our our software out there for e-commerce brands to start using it. Um, Fast forward to today, uh, we're pretty much one of the one of the main platforms in the in the ecosystem in terms of referral marketing. Um, we've served more than thirty thousand brands uh, over over this time, um, and uh, well, like, like I said, we're pretty much one of the one of the main platforms that brands go to when they want to when they want to get serious about starting a, a referral marketing program. They brands that realize that they're having some sort of word of mouth action happening on their store organically, um, and they just want to be able to leverage that to acquire new customers. Well they're retaining their their existing ones. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. So from a POV, from an e-commerce, you know, um, director or e-commerce manager listening to this podcast now, um, at what point should they pull the trigger by, you know, setting up a proper referral program? What, what metrics, you know, what, what markers in their business um, should just say, you know what, um, this is the time. It's kind of like, you know, when retention should kick in. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, you can't just do retention from the get-go from zero. Um, once you hit, you know, certain traction, a certain customer base, you want to start doing retention, you know, at a you know certain um, volume. So um, from your perspective, um, just looking at, um, you know, brands that are absolutely, you know, maximizing their potential refer- referral marketing, what, what is the perfect timing? So I, I don't know if there's one particular time in which it's, you know, the, the kind of the right time to pull the trigger for, for a brand, but, um, it, 
there's there are two things that you need to kind of keep in mind um, about referral marketing. One of them is that it, this is a numbers game. Um, at the end of the day, we're we're dealing with people, um, and we're dealing with uh, you know we need volume basically to to make referral referral marketing work. Um, and the second aspect is that uh, this referral marketing it's not a strategy just by itself. It's not a standalone solution that you can just set up and forget about the rest. Pretty much, uh, this has to be part of a much wider customer centric approach as a company. Um, so I'll start actually with, with this one. So, um, you know, if you don't have a good product, if you don't have a good purchasing experience, if you don't have uh, kind of like a good customer support service, uh, or, you know, you don't have the, the structure in place to make sure that your customer is happy uh, after buying from you, um, it's going to be very difficult that they're going to refer their friends. Um, at the end of the day, we're talking about people that are going to go out and, and talk to their friends and family about something that they have enjoyed, which is buying a product. Um, and, you know, those recommendations work. Those recommendations happen all the time. I mean, think about when was the last time that somebody recommended a, a, a restaurant or uh, or a new item or a new online store uh, for you to check out? You know that happens pretty much every day. So that's kind of the 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 you know the the, the human nature behind this. The fact that these recommendations are are happening. But if you don't have um, if you're not providing a good service or providing a good product, those recommendations are probably not going to happen in the first place. And a referral program might not be able to help with that anyway. So. You know, as long as you have that that kind of system in place, which if you're an e-commerce store that it's you know it's been running for a while and you have a steady number of of, of clients and orders, that shouldn't be a problem. Uh, but it's always good to kind of like you know point it out in the sense that you know that you need you need to be aware of of this customer obsession um, aspect in order to be able to make referral marketing uh, work. That's the first part. And then when I was talking about uh, this being a numbers game, um, like I said, we're dealing with people, um, and you know people are kind of unpredictable uh, in in the sense of you know how they're going to uh, to behave. And one of the things that we typically uh, remind our, our merchants is the fact that. If you run an NPS score and you ask your your clients, will you be willing to refer us to to uh, to your friends? Again, if you have the systems in place to to be able to delight your customers, most of them are going to say yes. But the reality is that not all of them, not not nearly half of those that said that will be willing to refer their friends are going to end up doing it. And that's not because they don't like your brand or because they don't like your product, but just because there's so many things that happen on the daily lives that just you know we just forget about it. Yeah. Um, so uh, it, that's why kind of having a referral uh, system in place that reminds customers um, about the, the the possibilities of you know what they can what they can get if they refer their friends what they can give their their their, uh, their friends uh, for that make purchase uh, that first purchase sorry um, those kind of like reminders and reward systems are what at the end of the day yeah. can make customers kind of pull the trigger and go out and tell their friends about it. Yep. Yeah, you, you, you couldn't have said it better, really. Because um, while you were talking about like, you know, delivering, um, you know, obsessive customer experience or excessive customer happiness, you know, in, in that mm-hmm. you know, sense from right from product to their on-site experience to their post-purchase experience, you know, and, you know, making it absolutely pleasurable to, to work with, even to the packaging, to, to the messaging, mm-hmm. to the email communications, to the whole package. You know, um, I was just thinking out back of my head, MPS score, MPS score. And then you mentioned it and I was like, <laughs> okay, this, this makes sense. And even with that high MPS score, it doesn't mean by getting a nine or a 10 that you're 
essentially going to, um, you know, get everybody who's given you a high MPS score, um, you know, a referral. And as you said, you know, it's, it's a, it's, it's a numbers game. Okay. So what are some of the most persuasive? So if you've sort of sorted out that customer experience and, you know, obviously it's, it's always work in progress, right? Um, but, but if, if like you, you're, you're confident with, you know, with the experience you're delivering as, as a, as, as a brand, um, what are some of the most persuasive but le- but not annoying um ways to really trigger um your your happy customers to refer you know their friends and and family yeah so one thing that we've seen that works really well um is uh, so inside of referral candy we have uh, a system that allows merchants to notify their customers about the referral program and they can time it. So they can either do it immediately after the purchase, which makes sense because that's when you have kind of like the full attention of the of the client. They just made a purchase. They're waiting for that order confirmation and they also get an email um, from you uh, where you're notifying them about the referral program. That works well. But mm-hmm. we've also seen another strategy that works pretty well, which is uh, kind of waiting for the customer to get the product and then wait a couple of days and then hit them with a referral email um, in the email in which you notify them about the referral program. So um, that kind of timing typically works pretty well in terms of when it's natural for a customer to refer. It's like, okay, I've, I got the product. I tried it. I like it. Now I can talk about it. Um, That's one thing. And then the other thing that I would uh, bring up uh, that, again, this is pretty different from, from, you know, from one merchant to another, because, all merchants are different and their customers are, are different and they have obviously, you know, different ways that they're incentivized. Um, but it's adjusting the rewards to the way that your customers either behave uh, with your product or just the way they are. Um, so we've, we've noticed that, for example, um, offering some sort of discount towards a future purchase uh, for those products that are being sold or they're, they're actually being bought by the customer on a recurring basis makes a lot of sense. Uh, it's like, okay, I'm going to refer my mm-hmm. friends and then in exchange, I'm going to get a, a discount to, towards a future purchase. So for the brand, it's a win-win because they're getting a new customer and then they're making sure that that existing customer is not going to go with the competition because they, they now have an even bigger incentive uh, to go back and, and buy mm-hmm. from them again. On the other hand, if you're selling a product that's you know, not bought on a regular basis, um, or it's not a subscription, you can give another type of incentive, which could be, you know, cash. Um, you know, obviously everybody, nobody's going to say no, uh, to, to a little, a little cash exactly. spend on, 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 on something else, um, or some sort of gift. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have, um, we have one of our, our, our clients that they, they're selling, um, it's toys for, for toddlers. So the, 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 the main audience there are, are moms. Uh, they're the ones that kind of like, you know, spread the word and they, they have kind of like these, uh, communities of moms where they, they kind of like share the referral links and then they talk about how they're using the products and, and, and their kids are, are loving it. Um, they realized mm-hmm. that this particular brand, they realized that these moms weren't necessarily interested, uh, in a discount because they, they probably weren't going to buy another, you know, another toy that looked exactly like the one they had just bought. And also they weren't probably interested in getting $10 in cash. Um, in, in that sense that that's not the, that's not what was going to motivate those, those, those people to go out and tell their, their, their friends about it. So they realized, well, why not, you know, creating a gift that we can, that we can give to this mom and that they can kind of collect it. And the kids are going to love it because it's like a new thing that they can collect every once in a while. So, um, mm-hmm. 
it's just about being being a little bit creative uh, and figuring out what triggers your your customers, what they like, um, and they just reward them with that. Super, super, super interesting. Yeah, I, and I really like the point you made in regards to um, you know the so replenishment type products like you know flowers, for instance. I mm-hmm. I subscribe to like a flower. Um, to a flower service, flower delivery service. And um, their referral program is, is clever. Um, they just say, get four free boxes. You know, you have four free boxes to give for free in the month. And then, you know, everything is just set up on there where you send the, the flowers to a friend. And if, you know, they they purchase, um, I think they get their first one half prize and then you get your next one half prize or something like that. So everybody kind of wins you, your friend and, um, and the brand. And, and I think it's a dirt cheap acquisition um, cost in terms of your cost per acquisition um, as compared to, um, to normal acquisition channels, you know, um, yep. such as paid or even organic um question next question has got to do with like word of word of mouth marketing um some brands just have amazing word of mouth marketing mm-hmm. um if you look at the iconic gym shack for instance from the uk mm-hmm. um it's just iconic whether you're talking about their influencers or whether you're talking about um their um their customers you know um their, their actual customers you know they they, they just pride themselves with you know um wearing this brand or you know talking about this brand now at what point do you think um is there a a clear sort of line uh, because it feels very very fuzzy between word of mouth and referral um program um mm. what would a company like Gymshark, for instance hypothetically speaking um do with referral marketing if their word of mouth marketing is so freaking strong essentially yeah, I mean, it's it, it all it all gets pretty pretty uh, blurry over there in that in that kind of th- those are the boundaries between um, kind of like organic word of mouth referral marketing, um, influencer marketing, and then just branding in general. Uh, so you know, Gymshark they have an amazing branding and they have a very clever ways of putting themselves out there that just generates. Uh, you know, generates virality, and they also generate obviously word of mouth because they they get people to talk about talk about them. Um, as I mentioned earlier, in terms of uh, you know when it's a good time for brands to figure it out. Okay, let's let's pull the trigger here. Um, what we always tell brands is that if you are an established business and you you are promoting yourself out there, whether it's on on ads or content marketing or or you just have a brand that your customers recognize and uh, you don't necessarily need to do you know campaigns to put yourself out there because your customers are finding you um, because you have such strong branding you already have word of mouth happening in your store uh, you know do, do your customers are already talking to their friends and family about about your brand without having a referral program again it's not it's not mm-hmm. something a referral program is not something that you need uh, to make sure that your that your customers are talking to their friends and family that's happening organically again we love talking about um things that we things that we do uh and and these days uh you know there's a lot of online shopping happening so that's part of our uh part of our our daily lives basically and we like to talk mm-hmm. about the the last product that we found or the last brand that we found or you know what you know what are we into at these days so that you can assume that that's already happening now the problem is that if you don't have a referral program it's hard to measure how many of these people, mm-hmm. how many of these new customers are coming from referrals? Um, and then it's also mm-hmm. pretty difficult to incentivize people to go out and keep selling. I mean, one of the things that I like to 
to say about referral marketing is that it's basically turning your customers into your marketing team. Um, and it, that's, it's, it's priceless because it's, you know, it's 100% performance based. Uh, like you mentioned, it's, it's way yeah. cheaper to acquire customers through referrals, um, than you know pretty much any other channel that i can think of um you know you mentioned organic traffic that obviously takes takes a long time to be able to to build that very strong seo um and money as well um ads obviously you know at at costs are uh skyrocketing and then there's there's one more thing uh when compared to other channels that i that i like to mention mention is the fact that there's so much content marketing out there uh, we're exposed to content marketing on a daily basis um, that we as consumers were, were kind of, we've learned to be able to turn that off in, in our brain. In many cases, we're able to recognize if we're scrolling past in, uh, down Instagram, you're able to realize when something, it's not coming from a friend and when something it's coming from, from an ad. Um, so we're able to, you know, not necessarily uh, doing it on purpose, but we, we automatically kind of, you know, soon, soon out for a, uh, turn out for a second um, until we, you know, we get our attention back whenever, you know, we see our friends back again on Instagram. It's pretty much the same thing uh, in terms of referral marketing. Um, it's a way of putting yourself in front of new customers without having the, oh, this is an ad or, oh, this is a, this is content marketing yeah. that they're showing me. It's actually a friend that's telling you that, um, whether it's by obviously telling you in person or just by seeing it on, on social media because somebody's sharing. So yeah, I, I would say, again, it gets pretty, pretty, uh, you know, blurry over there. Obviously, a lot of our brands use influencer marketing as part of their referral uh, marketing strategy because it just makes a lot of sense for them. Uh, it's basically yeah. word of mouth on on steroids. Um, so yeah, it's yeah. just it's a combination of all. Yeah. Let's take this quick break to hear from our sponsors. Have you noticed how easily stores built on Shopify can be spotted from a mile away? This is because they tend to use the same themes, the same layout, and box standard product shots. If you're on a quest to build a fast-growing standout D2C e-commerce brand, your website should not just clearly tell your story, but should deliver a truly unique customer experience. That is why Famous exists. Famous is the secret to building premium, world-class brands on Shopify. Famous enables brand selling on Shopify to build compelling landing and product pages that include custom video, animations, and more. All pages built on Famous are optimized for storytelling, accelerate click-to-checkout conversions, and can be built without coding or developers. You can try it for free at famous.co.2x. That's F-A-M-O-U-S .co.2x. Famous enables e-commerce teams build and launch custom mobile and desktop shopping experiences. Famous has powered leading online retailers like The Honest Company, Just Fab, Fabletics, and more. Bring your premium shopping experience to life in minutes. To try Famous for free, visit famous.co.2x. That's famous.co.2x. Clavio is the e-commerce marketing platform that helps brands build relationships with memorable email and SMS messages. Today, more than 50,000 brands like Living Proof, Hint, and Choppies choose Clavio to help them grow. Learn more and get started with the free trial at clavio.com slash 2x. That is K-L-A-V-I-Y-O dot com slash 
H-U-X. I'm just going to share my screen with you. So for those of you on the LinkedIn, um, you know, LinkedIn, you, you, you're sorry, on, on YouTube, you'd see it. And it, it's, it's just interesting because um, so I'm part of like, I'm subscribed to like a, a um, it's, it's, it's an energy, you know, it's a green energy company it's called Octopus Energy. And um, while I was considering, because I have an electric car, driving an electric car, and, and so, you know, charging obviously is, is a bit of a, you know, challenge. So I was trying to get the best tires. So I, I, I go into a Facebook forum and then as much as people are being helpful, they're just sharing this referral link, their referral link, their referral link. Yep. And the referral link essentially is split a hundred pounds with every friend who signs up. That's a referral program. My question, I'm going to just stop sharing. Is that's what it looks like. My question is, um, at what point do you think the incentive is too big, right? It's too much. It's too much of an incentive, essentially, that um, it's it's almost negative to the brand in the sense that you find people just spamming hmm. your links because they just want, they they know it's yeah, a, it's a it. numbers <laughs> game, right? And um, and so they yeah. How do you gauge it? As a, does referral candy sort of give you that feedback that look there's this there's oversharing you know going on with <laughs> with the URLs as much as you would love to see the yep. oversharing it might be detrimental to the brand. Although that didn't really, basically I didn't click on any of those links because mm-hmm. I just felt, uh, it just, you know, robbed me off the, the, the wrong way. Um, but I was rest assured with the information that I had at the time when I was trying to make that decision that they were the best energy company to go, you know, for based on all the, the check boxes that, but if like a personal friend of mine on WhatsApp, you know, sent it to me, not in a public Facebook group, you know, right. sent it to me, I will support him and click, you know, on it. Um, but do you, should should brands put like rules in place, you know, as to how to, you know, use it, or does that does it just get too messy? That that's that, that's a great question. I was I was gonna say for a second that it might be a good problem to have, but at the same time, yeah, it could be a, a little bit detrimental in a in a way. Um, I'm I'm really happy that you bring this up because it's it's it to me it's kind of the the main difference between an affiliate program and a referral program. Um, mm. it, in an affiliate program, um, when we typically think about affiliate programs, we think about um, kind of like the, the traditional sales commission. Uh, you know, you bring us a customer, we give you you know some sort of payback, you know, fifteen percent um, of the revenue, and 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 that's it. Then uh, it's a purely financial mm-hmm. transaction, and that seems to be kind of what's happening here. Um, a referral program typically relies on, <clears throat> like you mentioned, the example of your friend texting you that that referral link on WhatsApp um, for you to click on it. It's 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 tricky in terms of the referrals. Uh, what you just mentioned about you know making it you know too big of an incentive and and uh, somewhat easy to achieve um, for the for the friend. Um, I, I mean, I will have to talk to the company see how the referral program is doing um, in in that sense because maybe if it's making sense financially, maybe that's why they're they're keeping it that way. Um, but that's also what I was mentioning earlier about understanding your customers and what triggers them, what, what's going to make mm-hmm. them go out and, and, and share their referral link. Um, and it's true that maybe having something like this, uh, kind of like such a big incentive for the person making their recommendation um, might be, again, detrimental in the long run. Something that we've actually seen uh, our customers do, it's the, the opposite uh, because they know that their, their customers are going to refer their friends and family. Um, they know that they're going to, 
they're going to share anyway. Uh, you know, if they have a friend, um, you know, who's going to find that product beneficial for, for them, they're probably going to say, Hey, look, I'm just going to share this link with you because I know you're going to love the product. Whether I get $5, $10 or $15, I don't really care that much. I'm just going to do it because I know that you're going to really use it and you're going to like it. Yeah. And so we've seen merchants doing the opposite, which is giving a bigger reward to the friend than the advocate. Um, we, we actually recently had a, a, a a subscription business um, that I, I just love the structure that they had, which is um, actually there's there's a couple of examples like this. One of them was that they were given, um, I think it was like a 70% discount on the first subscription box to the friend. And then I think it was like $5 mm-hmm. to the existing customer um, on their next subscription. So the reward that for the friend- That feels good was- to me. Exactly. Mm-hmm. The reward was way bigger. Um, there's another one. Yeah. So it's a, a merchant base in the US uh, called Vuven, and they make this like really cool designer t-shirts that that they sell on a subscription basis um and once a month they they deliver one unique design and that's it and then they never make that design mm. ever again so it's like you get like I a love, unique t-shirt that. um and that's you know and it's like if you think about it they're in such a uh, competitive industry which is apparel uh but they're they're making it exciting and fun they're they have this mm-hmm. um this referral program in which the subscription for the friend it's 100% free uh, in the first month. Mm-hmm. Um, and they give the existing customer a 50% discount on their, uh, on their future subscription on their future on the, of the, the next month, basically. So they're mm-hmm. so sure that, that they're, first of all, they're sure that their, their customers are going to spread the word first of all. And then there's, they're sure that the friend is going to love the product so much that they're willing to give up, you know, just one subscription for free. Um, mm-hmm. so it, it, like I said earlier, it's just well, really about knowing your customers. And if you're sure about what's going to, you know, uh, what's really going to get them uh, excited about uh, spreading, it's, it's as simple as that. Incredible, incredible. It's very, very um, interesting insights. And um, yeah, you just got to test, you know, test, 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 you know, mm-hmm. in, 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 in that respect, you know. Um, yeah, it's it's not just to set it and forget it as you, you alluded to. Okay. Um, what about, um, you know, trends, you know, what, what, uh, um, do you have any key trends, any key trends in the, especially in the past, you know, yeah, with, with COVID-19 and, and all, what, what, what trends are you seeing in, in referral marketing that, um, the e-commerce world should really, you know, pay attention to? Yeah. So, uh, what we just mentioned about uh, kind of like that, that, those like blurry uh, lines in, in, in all these different yeah. areas that, that kind of touch referral mm-hmm. marketing. So there's two mm-hmm. that are, I mean, they're, they're, they've been growing a lot <clears throat> for the past few years. And now with the age of COVID in which e-commerce has just, you know, exponentially grown in just one year, um, <clears throat> obviously all these trends have accelerated as well. So the first one is influencer marketing. Uh, so I just mentioned um, mm-hmm. influencer marketing is basically referral marketing on steroids. Uh, so, you know, instead of having just one customer that has a somewhat small circle of friends and family that they can reach, now you have these people that have tens of thousands of followers on social media and, and they have those followers, not because they are some sort of celebrity or just because they, um, you know, something external to, to, you know, or, or maybe it's, it's kind of like their professional activity. This is more like, these are people that have earned the trust of those people that follow them for whatever reason, because they are experts in a particular field, um, or just because they, you know, they're, they're being able to, they're being able to connect with their, their following base in a way that 
that allows them to, even though they are public figure figures, it allows them to make those recommendations and people kind of take them as a personal recommendation. You know, they think, okay, you know, this person that I'm following, they wouldn't recommend this product. I, I know they're getting something out of it, but they wouldn't recommend this product if it wasn't because they actually believe in it. Um, so mm-hmm. it's in a way it's, it's, um, it's basically, yeah, kind of like a, a one step forward in, in referral marketing. Actually, one thing that we do at, uh, at referral candy is that, um, merchants can, see on a monthly basis who are their best customers in terms of uh friends refer and in many occasions mm-hmm. they can they can figure it out that they have an influencer in their customer base or several influencers because they have people that are referring mm. four or five ten times more friends than the rest um and so mm. you know that's obviously a, a, a so which, would you mm-hmm. would you upgrade would you should you give um influencers should you put influencers in a referral program or should you put them in an affiliate program? It's a big question um, because there are two kinds of influencers, influencers that are your customers mm-hmm. and influencers that are not your customers, but have the potential to driving sales, you know, to, to your store. How would you sort yep. of, um, you know, the, the natural so move that our merchants, yeah, the natural move that our merchants follow is that they have one account for the referral program, um, and then they have kind of like a VIP program for for affiliates or for kind of like top referrers, and then they have a different set of conditions for for those. So they have kind of two referral candy accounts running in parallel, and depending in which category you fall on, they they yeah, you get a different set of of rewards. So, um, but it's. It all really depends on the uh, on the on the company. Um, some of them have kind of like mm-hmm. very established influencer programs. Um, some others just kind of like you know figure out a deal with them individually. Like okay, you know, you know how how can we help you uh, sell more on Instagram? And you know what's something that we can support you with? So it's uh, but but yeah, the the, the natural move is to have two accounts kind of running in parallel with okay. two different set of, of rewards. Okay. Um. So so yeah, influencer marketing. Uh, Definitely. And then something that we've also seen grown a lot um, in the past few years, and it's a long-term strategy, um, and it has a lot to do with what I was mentioning earlier about uh, having a, a customer obsession uh, type of you know approach uh, in your company, which is community marketing. So we've seen brands being able to build a community around their brands, uh, very active communities um, that at the end of the day, they are literally their market, part of their marketing team. So you have these, these customers that are obsessed with the brand, not necessarily about the product, but also obsessed about what the brand stands for. Uh, you know, what the brand believes in, what's the mission, the core values. Um, and they share those values with them. And so brands have been able to realize that, wait, what I mean, I'm not just selling a product. My brand is more than more than just a product and my customers, not only like my products, but they also agree in the same values that I agree on. And more than that, all of my customers agree on something. And, and it's not necessarily that they like my products, but they also agree on, on those same core values. Why not we create some sort of community, some sort of platforms where they can share their ideas and they can basically get in touch with like-minded people, whether that's Boy, on Facebook. Yeah, I've been really sorry. Sorry, the last yeah. interview I had was about uh, there's a part, there's a very very engaging part about um you know communities and you mm-hmm. know he, he chimed in with what you said, which is like you know rallying around an idea 
you know, mm-hmm. really pushing people around an idea. Um, and obviously, you know, everybody aligning, you know, knowing them, you know, as fans. Now, from a platform standpoint, and, you know, you have access to a lot of, you know, store information. Um, what platforms in the direct-to-consumer, you know, selling space are, um, are best in class, um, you know, direct-to-consumer e-commerce businesses using to congregate, you know, um, their um, their customers in, in a very engaging um, way? So the the main one uh, right now it's uh, Facebook groups. Uh, that's for okay. for like the uh, I would say it's mostly for kind of like the the obviously B two C. So we're talking about you know direct to, to consumer, mm-hmm. yeah B two C, yeah B two C customers are uh, Facebook is kind of like the main way. Um, if your product, if you're a D two uh, you know direct to consumer brand and but you're the product that you're selling. It's somewhat related to maybe some sort of professional environment. Slack communities are doing very well as well. There's a lot of them. And mm-hmm. It takes a lot of work to maintain them and make them engaging. And, and mm-hmm. that's also some, something that brands, uh, it, it, it takes them a little bit of pain to realize that it's actually a lot of work to, to maintain these communities uh, active, but it, it definitely pays off. Um, but if we're talking about just, you know, e-commerce brands uh and kind of like the traditional setting i would say um facebook facebook groups are is, is, are the best is, is there any other platform outside of facebook you would consider in the in in, in b2c or d2c i've seen so here here's the thing is that uh i've seen even brands even using uh instagram as to be able to 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 build some sort of community mm-hmm. um we had a company um that they they were able to basically just by just by having a very so they had a very active blog um and they had a very active instagram account um and they had obviously a few hashtags that they were sharing with their their customers and their customers were uploading a lot of pictures with those hashtags and then they were they were sharing those pictures again in their instagram accounts and they were able to even though it wasn't kind of like a traditional conversation as you would think of you know in in a in a facebook group matter or in slack community they were still able to create some sort of like awareness of their customers and and showcasing their customers in front of their audience. Um, and it was, a again, it wasn't a conversation in the traditional setup, but they were able to build a community around that. People were, were felt like they were part of some sort of, you know, tribe and they were, you know, proud to show that um, and proud to show that they were wearing, in this case, it was a, an apparel company. Um, they were, mm. they were happy to share or to represent the, the company. So, yeah, I would say. I mean, also, there's the, the there's there's a lot of uh, different communities out there that we could, you know, down the line we could explore, like Clubhouse. Uh, we don't know how that's, you know, it's still kind of a yeah. new platform out there. It'll be interesting yeah. to see how brands are able to leverage that um, down Phenomenal. the line. Mm, makes makes a lot of sense makes a lot of sense it's it's really the people really and um mm-hmm. moving them the platform doesn't necessarily matter it's it's just bringing the people together um clubhouse seems really really interesting i'm actually thinking about um every time i record this podcast like do it concurrently in clubhouse mm. So people could, you know, sort of tune in in Clubhouse Live if they wanted to. Interesting. But if if they they don't, you know, still catch up, you know, on on the recorded podcast. But I don't know how that's going to work because um, it, it would mean that probably my headset my headset will be connected to my phone, and then you know I'll just you know, uh, it, it can work. You know, yep. it can potentially work, but we'll see how it goes anyway. No, but yeah, this is like super interesting. Are there any other, you know, your, any, any other trends you, you think? Um, community, influencer marketing, um, 
I would say just uh, basically, so in terms of kind of like how to interact with advocates, I would say those two are the are the main ones. Um, yeah, and then yeah. obviously doing promotion. Uh, it's something that I mean, it's something that we we. We remind our customers that they need to do on a regular basis just to put the referral program yeah. um, out there. Um, and then on top of that, it's just a matter of being able to uh, kind of like tie your referral program with different marketing activities. So we were talking about subscriptions before. If you can tie your mm-hmm. referral program to your subscription uh, service, that that will make a lot of sense because it's going to help you retain your customer. Um, if you can combine it with email marketing and you can remind your customers mm-hmm. that they have a referral link that they can use in, in you're sending them an email about, you know, a new collection coming up. Um, and then you can see at the bottom of the email, Hey, you can, you can refer this collection to a friend by, you know, sharing your referral link. Um, we're talking about social, social proof apps, for example, kind of like notify mm-hmm. on your homepage, just like had that little notification saying somebody in California just refer a friend um, and the, the friend bought X product, whatever that is. Th- those things are, activities that we're seeing on a daily basis um and uh and yeah i mean the the more things that you can tie with your referral program in a natural way the the better awesome 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 raul thank you so much um but before i let you go um i'd like you to please run me through um real quick on how referral you know candy works i see you have deep integration with um with clavio Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, a few other, you know, platforms as ad analytics, AdWords, um, Facebook pixel, obviously AdRoll and MailChimp. Um, so, um, does referral candy have its own messaging, uh, messaging, pla- um, you know, um, system, does it do emails itself or do you need to pipe referral candy to a, um, to an email, you know, service provider of sorts? Um, I'd love you to just break down, um, how it works in a, in a quick, um, summary, please. Yeah, absolutely. So, so yeah, referral candy comes with a set of uh, pages and emails that are related to your referral program. Um, and uh, referral candy basically way it works in a way that it's pretty much set and forget. Uh, so, if you want, you can just have it running on autopilot, and you can make sure that we're we're sending out the rewards to the customers that need to get rewarded, and we're also giving the the coupon codes to the friends that are being referred for the first time, and they're making that that purchase. Um, we also have a very strong anti fraud system because, uh, as we were talking about earlier, you know, there's there's obviously room for for fraud here, so we have uh, several systems in place to make sure that people are not referring themselves or people are not referring existing customers uh, just to you know make sure that it's that it's clean and there's you know no, nobody's kind of trying to to take advantage of uh, uh, or you know uh, wreck the game basically um, but the way referral candy works um, after you create your account um, you set your rewards so whether you want to give uh, a, a coupon towards our next uh, a next purchase or cash or a gift to your existing customer for for referring their friends on the other hand you can also select what's the incentive that you're going to give to those friends to be able to make a purchase for for the first time um and the way it works on on the consumer end is that after you make a purchase after you become a customer uh, at the store you get an email from referral candy from the brand but on obviously from referral candy but on behalf of the brand um uh, saying, hey, thank you for your purchase. Here's your referral link. Um, and here's how you can refer your friends. Um, you get the referral link. You share it on any channel that you want with with your friends. Let's say that you text it to a friend. The, the friend clicks on the referral link. 
they're taken to a landing page with the offer and the coupon code. And then from there, they're taken directly to the store so they can complete the purchase. After that, we exactly. we track the whole activity from the moment that they clicked on the link to the moment that they completed the purchase. And if it's a verified transaction, we send out the rewards automatically. Awesome. And is what kind of attribution do you use? Is it last click or? So we use first. Uh, so it's, yeah, so it's, it's, um, it's first. So we, we keep the, so we, we assume that customers are not going to um, make a purchase immediately all the time. Uh, so they might mm-hmm. click on the referral link and then, you know, a day later, two days later, they might come back and use the referral link. So there's, there's, uh, several things that we use to to kind of match that. So one of them is the um, is obviously the click, and then also the coupon code. Um, for some platforms, okay. we're able to create our own coupon codes. So if we can match both things um, in the back end, that's a verified transaction, so and when, we reward as such. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then messaging um, is does it all go through like referral candies messaging plat? You know, um, messaging system, or um, must you use uh, an ESP? Must you connect referral candy to an ESP? So most most customers use uh, like the, Klaviyo or Mailchimp, right? So most most of our customers use the built-in. Uh, we we released the integration okay. with Mailchimp a couple of years ago, and then last year we released the integration with Klaviyo, and we're seeing a lot of uh, great adoption there. Um, the good thing about these, obviously, using Klaviyo uh, instead of the referral candy built-in tool is that obviously. Referral candy emails marketing uh, email marketing tool is obviously not as you know uh, as as detailed as as Clavio, um, and so there's a lot more things that you can do if you connect your Clavio account with referral candy than if you just use uh, referral candy's uh, email marketing uh, tool by itself. Uh, what most customers do with Clavio is that they um, they use it as a way to remind customers about the referral program in emails that are not. 100% related to the referral program. So if, like I said earlier, if you're emailing your customers about a new product release, you can still notify them about the program. Or if you're just sending a newsletter, you can still include the referral link there. Okay. Brilliant. Brilliant. Raul, thank you so much for coming on the show. So for listeners who might be interested in referral candy, do you have any special codes or any special deal for 2X e-commerce, you know, um, listeners? Absolutely. So I know we never uh, discussed, you know, this. <laughs> we can no, always share that in, in the link, you know, um, below. So I, I, we could always do that later. But um, if, if there's anything special, please, you know, um, let us know. Yeah, absolutely. So I'll share the link. Uh, but if it's, uh, it's try.referralcandy.com slash podcast. Um, and there's okay. $50 off after okay. the, the 30-day free trial. Okay. Well, awesome. Okay. Um, Raul, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show. Um, I really appreciate it. Um, and just thank you so much. Thank you, man. Happy to be here. Cheers. Thanks for listening to this episode of 2X e-commerce. We encourage you to connect with our community of 2X e-commerce listeners on our Facebook group, e-commerce growth accelerator mastermind. Just search for 2X e-commerce on Facebook to find it. Answer three questions and you'll be approved. Grab the show notes of this episode on our website, 2xecommerce.com. Finally, if you haven't already, give the show a review on your podcasting app. Catch you on the next show and keep growing.